0: What's up? Welcome back to Light It Red. I believe this is the eleventh episode. That's my favorite number, by the way. Uh, we are back, just me and Griffin, of course. Right now, um, it's gonna be us two. It has been, and it always will be, for the foreseeable <laughs> oh future. God, don't um, lock me in like that. <laughs> but uh, we're having fun forever. Exactly, forever. We're having fun. It's enjoyable. Um, and we took a little break it was a three week break I think we were gonna record last week um but if you don't know obviously we are students because this is part of the student media so we have to go to school do school work and it can get some hard you know hard sometimes uh, I definitely have a harder semester than last semester I don't know about you I think you probably have some hard classes as well
1: i, I I'm handling it I actually this is probably easier for me right now yeah my schedule but I do have other things going on. Yes, Agrimec,
0: obviously, uh, what we were both in, which is the yearbook. They had a deadline coming up, and I'm not an editor, I'm just a writer, but Griffin is an editor, and they were doing a lot of stuff (laughs) to meet the deadline. So it's been a lot, but we're back. Uh, This episode, we are just going to chill and kind of hang out and talk about um, the current winter sports that have been going on, um, slash spring, some of them ended in the winter, like uh, baseball's kind of weird, we're, they don't have anything going on so we won't bring up baseball um, even though they are probably getting soon into their start of the season, but um, stuff like swimming wrestling, gymnastics, basketball all that good stuff, we all have stuff to say about it uh, and we're going to go through every single one, I think Griffin has been to almost every single event, I've been to a lot as well, uh, we'll have stats to talk about, but also just experiences that we've had, uh, and it should be, should be a good one, so yeah. Uh, we can start with swimming and diving. Um, Griffin, if you want to go over um, what they have been doing uh, in the most recent. Is it a game? A meet? What do you <laughs> call a swimming thing?
1: Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't really figured have no that clue. out. Okay. <laughs> um, I intended ongoing So I'm pretty sure they only host a handful of, I'm, I'm going to call them meets. Yeah, we'll call them meets. Yeah. Um, I think they only hosted like three of them this year, and the last one was this past Friday against UNC Wilmington. Um, didn't make it to the one against Texas, but we also hosted Texas, the the Longhorns. Um, our men, our men's team, uh, defeated Texas, and our women's team lost to Texas. But against Wilmington, the one that I was actually at, um, we we swept them in both. It was a pretty dominant showing. Um, I do have notes on that. Unfortunately, I only have la- it. It was kind of chaotic because it's swimming and diving, so I was watching them dive and like warm up, or I thought they were warming up, but I think they were actually getting it was the scored actual event? while they were actually swimming too, like in races.
0: They do it at the same time. I think it
1: was at the same time, so it was oh. a lot, and it was also like ninety degrees in there, in the in, in, the in like the pool thing? house. Yeah. yeah, it was really hot, wow. and I was so I was sweating, and I was with there with Hallie, um, the photographer that. She was on, she was on an, episode, an episode if you don't remember um, earlier. And so she was like hot and it was just like really uncomfortable and honestly if if I ever do go to a swim meet again, I'm gonna probably I don't know, not wear a sweatshirt, certainly maybe get in the pool. I I was thinking about maybe taking the lap Getting myself. Getting in the pool? I, it really? was hot. It, what? Was, <laughs> it was hot. Like it felt like August, like, but inside. Wow. I wish it, it was.
0: I, you say 90 degrees it in was, August? It was. I'm like humid. thinking more like July or June. It's
1: pretty hot in August. Well, I mean, whatever you want to say. <laughs> it felt like the middle of summer just in a building. Yeah. And it wasn't super comfortable. Anyways, that was what it was like inside. Um, and it smelled like chlorine.
0: Of course. I'd assume so. Yeah. I didn't
1: even know where it was, but I figured that out.
0: You didn't know where? I
1: didn't know where the pool house was. Oh, okay. well, I've never oh, okay. been in there. I thought
0: you said where the chlorine was. I'm no, like, I, knew, I think no. I have an idea yeah. where it
1: was. <laughs> no, that wasn't the question. But um, they did a lot of races. It was, um, they did 200, relay, um, freestyle, um, backstroke, breaststroke, and then fly. I think that was all of them.
0: Fly. I've never heard of fly, fly before. That
1: was what it was called on the on the board. Mm. But, I mean, basically all you need to know is that an NC State, I mean, the, the only one that they functioned as a team was the Relay. Um, and there was like an A-team and a B-team for NC State and an A-team and a B-team for Wilmington. And we like crushed them. And our A-team won for both the men and the women. Um And then... When it got to individuals, it was an NC State athlete was placing either first, first, second, third. There was no instance where a Wilmington swimmer claimed first place in any race. Damn. um So I thought that was cool, and I thought maybe Wilmington might be a little bit good at swimming. That I mean, maybe that's ignorant of me to think. They're near the beach. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, who's to say that they you know love. I mean, <laughs> not to take anything away from NC State athletes. where There are pools everywhere that you can swim
0: in, I yeah. guess, right? But We're just better. We're just like that.
1: One would think that maybe if Wilmington was going to commit to being good at anything, they it would be swimming.
0: That's where my sister wants to go. She's yeah. currently at Wake Tech.
1: My sister goes there.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, she wow. goes to Wilmington. They should start a podcast when they meet each other at Wilmington World. We'll <laughs> <them up> <laughs> what would they talk about? Not football? I I have no clue. There's but no yeah, football team they, they there. Could, so. They could talk about
1: how they like to spend hours stuff, and hours on the beach and yeah, do nothing. Sure.
0: She does love the beach and just sits there, just gets sun. That's I pretty much it. I can't do that. I couldn't either. I'm I would a little die. too
1: fidgety. Like yeah. sitting on the beach like that. I used to not be able to tan at all because I wore contacts. And you're not supposed to lay in the sun with contact lenses. Wait, actually, yeah. because oh, I they, didn't know that. They can like con- melt. I
0: wear con. I'm wearing contacts right now. Yeah, so I, I
1: had eye surgery, so I didn't have to you, wear them uh, anymore.
0: You had eye surgery.
1: Yeah, I had LASIK over the summer. Oh, last wow. Summer. Yeah, so I was, can tan now. Was
0: it good? Like, do you not regret it?
1: No, I mean it worked. So Did it hurt. Does it hurt at all? It's uncomfortable. It's I mean, mm-hmm. but the doctor I mean they did a great job. You're awake for it, so it's like Oh, yeah, no. You can kind okay. of feel like <laughs> them <laughs> messing around with it. You I mean it goes black when they do holy like, shit. Cause they're putting I mean they're hooking stuff up to your eye and like making incisions in it and lasering yeah. it. So it I mean it is uncomfortable and it is scary. Um but it does work. So Damn. um that was cool. And so now this summer I'm excited about because I mean, I've been wearing contact lenses since I was like, eleven. Yeah, like sixth grade, and you. I mean, you're not supposed to tan or lay in the sun with them. They get dry really easily too, so that can really like ruin your day if you're out and about, and and swimming as well. Like they dry out if you're swimming. Oh yeah, I can't open your eyes. You can't wear them at
0: all. Oh, I did that one time when I was young and I lost it or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, shh. Dang it, dude! I can't yeah. see out of one eye. It's so annoying. Yeah.
1: Even working out sometimes with contacts can be tough because it I mean sweat. it dries Is out. That? If you get sweat in your eyes, that sucks. But I just feel like they they got dry when I would work out, especially like huh. in a in a, like a basketball gym. I'd be running up and down, and I it, I would get dry like in my eyes. I like, don't know if that's maybe just they're me. Open
0: for so, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I, it,
1: my I mean I figured it out. But, like, contacts, I just decided I didn't want to wear them anymore. Yeah. So I got the surgery done.
0: Well, you know, back with our sisters, maybe they could do a podcast about being at the beach, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the idea. We'll float it out for you guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping I can get to the beach a little bit this summer. Um, oh.
0: Oh Yeah, I'd love to go to the... You know, it's... I mean, I... You're
1: going to go on spring break? I
0: don't love as much. No, I normally... Uh, normally, what I've done the past two years is go to my um, grandfather's. He lives in Michigan, all mm-hmm. alone by himself. So lonely. Uh, and normally, I go up there, and we watch the tournaments. Uh-huh. Why Why are you laughing? What's you're, so funny? You just,
1: like, like... You just threw him of the bus and called him lonely?
0: No, like, he's lonely. Like, he is lonely, I'm saying. Like, like, admittedly lonely? No, I mean, sometimes, yeah. I feel like that's kind of embarrassing. Griffin, we've tried to get him to come down here for so... You have no idea. This is a whole backstory. I don't need to get into it. We've tried to get him to come down for so long. Um, but, and he was going to, but then COVID happened, which is understandably why it fell through. Three but or four years ago. No, I know. I, oh, trust me, we know. Mm. It's been a lot. But uh, Normally, I go up there the past two... I say normally. It's only been two years. And I watched... Uh, at least when I was at Wake Tech, because that's where I was my first two years... I watched the first round, first and second round, with him because it's during spring break. Well, now NC State sucks, and their uh, spring break is a week before the tournament starts. So I'm like, well, you know, tournament won't be going on. I could still maybe see you, but you know, I'm not sure because it it feels a lot of time too. You know, because it's not like you're going to go out and about every day with a guy who's much older. Like they just, that's not good for them, obviously. And it's Detroit. It's not, you know, it's not like you're going out and doing a ton of stuff. Right. Um, And we still have time to, like, talk about everything. I've learned so much from him and just learned about him, you know, when he was obviously my age and went through, like, hey, this is where, like, we lived before. This is where your dad was. This is where we did this and that, you know, when my dad was a kid because it's on my dad's side. um, But a good majority and chunk of it is, like, we're watching the games, and now we can't. So, Mm -hmm. um, Maybe I'll go to the beach.
1: Who knows? I would say maybe the beach would be better than Detroit.
0: And yeah, probably. I mean, probably. I do it for him. That's the only. I mean, that's why I and I enjoy it. I love. I love college. I'd, I'm more of a football guy. If you couldn't tell by listening to the past few, you know, episodes, but um, maybe my favorite, if not second favorite, event other than like the Super Bowl, uh, is college basketball March Madness. I love it so much. It's so much fun. Um, and I'm hoping we can get into it. We'll go into that later for both men and women. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe I should go to the beach, uh, for for spring break this year. But also back to the swimming thing, we actually had two, um, I just looked this up. We had two swimmers of the week, uh, Noah Henderson and Renato, uh, Caldero or Calderaro. Sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly um, they both ended up winning swimmer of the week. I think one was like just in the swimming portion. I think the other one was diving. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, cause I know they had started off weak. At least I think I can't remember if the men and the women both were zero and three, but we or zero and two, but we didn't start off with any wins in the past three meets that we've done. We've won. So at least for the men, I think. So that's good for them. But, uh, well, that's I don't.
1: I don't think either of them won any races, though.
0: Any races? What do you mean? Like, in the meet against Wilmington? Are you talking about the swimmers of the week? Yeah. Like none of them won anything. Not but their swimmers of the week. Not first place. I don't think. Maybe they did good. Maybe against Texas. Collectively, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw it and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Let me write this down. Mm. Um, but you yeah, know, whatever. That's that's swimming. That's what they're doing. Um, wrestling, which we are, if you don't know, very good at, been champions of the ACC, what, six times since like 2017 or something like that, uh, including of, you know, being obviously very competitive nationally, so that's been great, uh, recently we just beat a ranked team, Pitt, not even close, 31 to 9 in terms of their scoring uh, and it was our first conference game and then we've backed that up with another win versus UNC even more dominant 33 to six and uh, against our rival we have won the last 11 matchups for wrestling which is dating back all the way to 2013. Uh, and now we play Virginia next or I say play maybe it's better to say like we match up we wrestle we, we them. wrestle yeah we wrestle in Virginia. <laughs> Uh, and we've won our last nine games versus them, so I don't expect any sort of uh, issues there. Um, but after the Virginia game, we play Cornell, which uh, who's ranked number 10. We're ranked number 8, so maybe we'll go up after the three wins in a row, but that'll probably be a very good matchup. If you haven't been to any wrestling games, that'd be a cool one to go to. Uh, we've only ever faced Cornell twice, and we are 1-1 one one against them, uh, so who knows? Maybe we could get a, a really cool win and it might be a great matchup uh, there. I don't know the date. I forget the date. I didn't write it down. But it's sometime it's in, I believe in the next week. Two weeks from. Two weeks from now. Or from somewhere. Friday. Friday? Okay.
1: Yeah. So Well, today's the 7th at the time of recording. The time of recording
0: this. Which so. you'll hear it probably three days later. Um, because it's never really out on time. But who cares? It doesn't matter.
1: Well, I, I'm on the topic of wrestling. I tried to go to the match against UNC. Um... And it really reminded me of that one time we went to volleyball against Pitt. Um, you just, it just wasn't the best experience. It wasn't good. <laughs> Let me just like paint the picture Set the for scene? you. Okay. Um,
0: Did they have Chick Fil A? Because that was the issue last time. They with didn't. The Pitt game.
1: They didn't have Chick Fil A. The Cornell match is on the sixteenth. By the way. Okay.
0: Just sixteenth.
1: Throwing it is on a on a Friday. Um, Anyways, yeah, back to back to against UNC. So, as the the sports editor of Agromac, I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to go to a wrestling match. Um, this is a a big one. They're sold out. Rivalry game. Even though UNC isn't really on the same level as NC State, yeah. I thought, you know, this this would be a good one to go to for some for some coverage if we needed to use something or get some quotes or, I mean, we had photographers there. Um, and long story short, um, the way that they do wrestling now is uh, I guess different as far as like media credential stuff like because I mean we have we have credentials for all sports, but um, they, since I guess wrestling is becoming bigger, they want like a 24 hour notice for like approval and stuff. usually I mean in, in the past I, like, if I wanted to go to a volleyball game or a gymnastics meet, I would just show up because I have the credential. Yeah. And usually there would be a seat. But uh, what I was hearing was there were there was no seat or no space for our photographers. Fortunately, we we sorted that out um, and were able to go. But I did get there, and I did not have a seat. So I was there like – There
0: wasn't a seat safe for Agrimec no. for you? No. Oh.
1: No, because we didn't we didn't check in advance. In twenty four hours in advance, right? So uh, I didn't know that that was something that I was supposed to do, and I mean that message didn't get back to me until after the fact, which is like fine. Um, but yeah, I wasn't able to do my my job that night because I didn't I didn't <laughs> I didn't have it. <laughs> you didn't go. <laughs> I went and like I sat like Do you remember where we sat against? The volleyball versus pit game
0: in the Coliseum, yeah, in the back. Um, well, it's all the Colise- in the Coliseum, Reynolds. I, well, I know. I'm saying for people who don't know um, that it's in the Coliseum uh, at Reynolds, but yeah, it was in the in the back where you enter, but you go towards the back of the Coliseum. It was on the second bottom. level, yeah,
1: um, in the back, and that's where
0: where they have sitting because they cameras, had like TV crew and yeah. stuff
1: on the on the like not the baseline, but like on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. So all media got bumped up to that area. Like is it like an awning? Is that what it's called? Yeah, something like that. Um so I go up there and just I mean I didn't have a seat, so I sat in one of like the empty seats that didn't have the table. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's kinda like, like next random. there's like three random chairs next to the table.
0: Okay. Was it labeled for anyone or no? No.
1: I mean there was nothing there was nowhere to label so anything. they were just chairs. Chair. Yeah. So I sat there for a while and I was just like um, uncomfortable because I I didn't feel like I belonged there. <laughs> so I was like, wow. this <laughs> Well, I mean, I'd never covered wrestling before, and I got you know like an email about me not supposed. To, I mean, I I guess they I wasn't allowed to be there because I w- I didn't I didn't ask.
0: Did they check and like kick you out or? No,
1: no. I mean, I had the credentials, so I was like allowed to be there. Just when it came time to like take my seat, there wasn't really. a <laughs> Place to sit. So you just sat in a chair the whole so time. So I sat, I sat in a chair um, until you know I, I felt like those were probably seats for somebody. It was a sold out game, so I did end up getting up and leaving before the match started, and I felt oh, like okay. I was I was a little upset because I felt like I had just gone to swimming and diving, and that was the first time, and then wrestling was the first time, and I felt like I was putting in. Um, my time and my effort into something that wasn't like, it was, wasn't, it wasn't perfect. And, and sometimes that makes it hard to, to go about your routine. But, um, I, I will say that I did get, I started getting a whiff of, um, something that smells really
0: bad. Oh, uh, the band. That's what you're referencing. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, really, I don't really care. I I could say whatever. Yeah. When we went, to the pit volleyball game went back when, the band smelled freaking horrible. It was horrendous. It was so bad. Like, I don't know if it was the – partly, I guess, to give them slack, maybe it was the instruments. <laughs> or, like, the instruments, I guess they have some sort of thing. But there's, like, a glass – what he's talking about in the back of Reynolds, there's, like, a glass awning or whatever. And if you sit down, in the tables they provide, you're, you know – the glass is technically blocking it, but you can still see through it. Obviously, it's glass. But when you stand up, it's like you just get a big old whiff, and it's like, what the heck is this? Like, oh, my God, I want to chop my head off. And I totally understand what you <laughs> – what do you mean? I'm so sorry you had to go through that for, for a second time. Um, but that's why in basketball, like, I'm like – please don't put me like in the student section. I, like, I go to a ton of basketball games, like student section, like do not put me near the like band. Like please, I don't want to be near them or whatever. So anytime I go a little bit earlier and <laughs> just get, I get a seat that's just like, just not near the band. Like I just can't, I just can't oh, do it. Oh boy. Sorry if you're in the band, but I, maybe you're numb to it at this point, but it, well, maybe it's your, you, it's either you, the instruments or both. I'm sorry, but it's, it smells horrible.
1: I think there might be an option C.
0: <laughs> what, what? What's up? I, is it both? Do you think? Uh,
1: it's not both. I didn't think it was the band.
0: What? You? That was the whole point of.
1: I thought it was something else.
0: Was it the people <laughs> next to you? <laughs> like the reporters next to uh, you? Yeah, maybe. I
1: don't know who. Few, uh, I don't know who it was someone was letting it rip. No, no. I mean it was no one that I knew personally. So if anyone that I know is listening to this <laughs> that was at that game, I promise it wasn't you. You don't smell bad, but I think someone someone did smell bad. Okay. So someone it, was a, did. it was a guy. I, I, I guarantee it was the you. same guy. It was the same guy as that I thought it was
0: last time. Oh really? Yep. but no, but, but the band totally smelt though. I think right? it was the when guy. We, no, are you kidding me? No, it was totally the band. It had to have been, because we every time you stood up at the at the pit volleyball game, it was like, oh my god, you know, like when they started <laughs> playing or whatever. It had I to. I guess have been them. It I had to. No, but maybe the, this the time you're talking about. I I wasn't there, so I have no clue. It was so, a, yeah, maybe it was the guy. I thought it was the same. You know, what we're talking about. There's some random. Guy that's you know reports on stuff for NC State, and he's not a student, I don't know what he's a part of, no clue, probably some other organization. But they have seats, and you know, he sits down, bends over, and anytime he sits down, the crack shows and the river <laughs> flows, you know, and some. Some part of the river flows out, I guess, and that's, Griffin got a Griffin got that's, a whiff of it. That's false. Is probably the correct. That's, this is probably the correct. Uh, I
1: uh, I'm not gonna comment. Well, I'm not gonna comment that's on that. Probably what it was. Um, um, guy, I mean, They're he's never gonna listen to this. He's doing his job. Yeah,
0: cool. No, it, yeah, it's not hate on him. I'm just but saying, like, pull your pants up. That's all. All right. We went on to, <laughs> to gymast- gymnastics, um, gymnastics. Is it? Yeah, I said it wrong. Gymnastics, not gymnastics. Um, gymnastics won uh, their or their first wins of the season, um, have been in the past three games, which was UNC, Pitt, and Clemson. And the next three games they have, I guess it's not games, it's technically meets, I think. Um, they're all versus the same teams again. So I think they had some sort of thing where they played or they all, like a four-team group, and they... It's called a quad yeah, meet. quad meet. Yeah, sorry. I I know the terminology. It wasn't coming to my head. Um, and they all meet one one time at their place and the other time at the other place. Uh, we won all three of them, and two of them were away, so that's very good. So which, the next three... Which are you talking about? Uh, for... Um, On the 25th? Yeah. Well, we, or, I mean, that's coming up. Yeah, it's... Well, no, we won uh, two of them of the three games, which is UNC-Pitt... In Clemson, or the three colleges mm. that we played in this quad meet, I believe two of them were not at home; they were on the road. So now I'm confused on which one you're talking about, though. No, no, like that's. What oh, we and the whole season, did yes. Oh, yeah. so now in the future, <laughs> being the next uh, week or two plus, um, we're gonna have two of them at home, which is UNC and Clemson. So ideally, if you're at home, you have a higher chance of winning. We might be able to sweep and win. You know. Be, be the top of that quad meet and beat everyone. So that'd be really cool um, for gymnastics.
1: Yeah. I mean, just to explain the quad meet. Um, what? No, I mean, you're not, you're not, I don't think you're far off or even wrong. I just wanted to take a second to explain. Cause I, I do go to a lot of gymnastics meets. So basically a quad meet, all four teams show up to, I mean, there's a home team in their home gym and gymnastics isn't a sport where you're like, directly competing against your opponent you're basically just trying to get the highest score possible through all four events and so all four teams are rotating on four events and by the end of it they all have their scores and then they just get ranked one through four so if you get first you get three wins zero losses but if you get like third you get one win over the fourth place team but two losses against the other two
0: teams I I just didn't phrase it Correctly versus like with who they right so I mean the, the quad meet
1: that they had early in the season against Cal BYU and Michigan State they placed last so they yeah, pick up three one. losses, um and that just that hurts the record a lot but if if you're able to you know win get the best score but those scores are actually kind of insane that was like the first like quad meet of the season and BYU's putting up one like Cal put up um. 197
0: what's like an average score i, uh, I, I between 195 no gymnastics i just don't follow as much as you and you explained that better than i did i apologize i understand what it is i just i didn't explain it very well um when i mentioned like they didn't win anything it's because they got last when i say three games i i use games as a term just because that's a general sporting thing it's he was right it's technically the three teams we played or the three colleges we played in that quad meet we got you know,
1: right, and last. it's all at once, so, and yeah, yeah, I would yeah, say an average, an average score for like a medium good team is like one between one ninety five and one ninety six. Okay, that's what I was thinking. One ninety six will so probably win you a match. I mean, you can see that against Carolina and against Pitt and against Clemson. The last three meets that they've had against teams, um, have all they've hit the one ninety six mark against all of them. And the other teams that they've beaten out—all the only the three ACC teams, mind you. There's only there's only four ACC gymnastic teams. It's a yeah, new, say, it's, a new a whole, uh, it's a new thing. It's a brand line. new. They just made gymnastics a part of the ACC. That's cool. And it's Clemson, Pitt, Carolina, and NC State.
0: Well, hopefully they can get more. Um, well, they just beat the all of them. They
1: beat all three, so yeah, I yeah, don't,
0: Or we just keep it like this and dominate. That'd be cool too. I, I think four way. four is four is
1: a small number. I think eventually no, yeah, the other ACC sure. schools will probably get in on it. Um, but and you can see like the non-ACC sc- when I say non-ACC and it's Cal, but I mean they will be. Um, yeah. But Cal put up one ninety seven point eight seven five. That's a, NC State hit the 197 one ninety seven mark one time last season. Yeah. So one ninety seven is really tough to get, um, so that's why they didn't pick up any any wins. They only hit the one ninety five mark in that quad meet.
0: Yeah, I maybe I forgot to write it down. What's their uh, what's their future meets coming up? Is the ACC
1: they have a home meet against Carolina on uh, this upcoming Sunday, February eleventh, and then they have Clemson at home on the seventeenth. So that would be all three ACC teams. At home, and then they have to go on the road against Pitt because obviously they've already hosted. Yeah, that's Pitt. what I was referencing earlier. So once they're done with those ACC, and they, I mean they're, it's just a one-on-one for the rest until the twenty-fifth, and then we open up against uh, non-conference quad meets again. Um, Iowa State, Northern Illinois, and Temple is the first one, and the second one is Temple, Maryland, and and uh, Penn, Pennsylvania, Penn Univers- University, University of Pennsylvania,
0: you U Penn Penn University.
1: Um, And those are all, or uh, I'm sorry, the first one is at uh, Reynolds Coliseum at NC State. The second one is in Philly. Um, And then there's one more that is in Reynolds again. And the last quad meet of the season is on the road. So they have a handful of meets at home that I mean, two ACC and then two quad meets, basically, is how it is right now.
0: Awesome. Well, good luck to them, and nice that we are dominating the ACC uh, for gymnastics. And now we'll get into our final two sports, and that is men's and women's basketball. And we can start with women's basketball. Um, They most, obviously, they had had a loss um, earlier in the season, but they're, I'd say more defining loss was the super close loss by one point at Virginia Tech, which was at the beginning of January. Um, since then, they have won. I believe it's now been uh, five of, or I believe it's been six of the last seven, and are back to being a projected one seed in the NCAA tournament. Um, only loss was to Miami on the road. Isaiah James. has They won lost the to Virginia season. Tech. Or, I mean, uh, um, I'm saying like after the um, Virginia Tech loss. Oh, okay. So well, like they've the lost past, only two total, though. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying like a, after that l- really close loss, which mm. was it t- we totally could have won. It was on the road. Virginia Tech's a great team. After that loss, only one has been Miami on the road. Um, we've won every single other game, which includes ranked teams like UNC and Louisville. Uh, but Isaiah James has been the leading scorer so far for the season. She's averaging a fifteen fifteen points per game but it's a very inconsistent 15 points per game. Uh, the last five scoring outputs for her have been 24 and then 7, <laughs> 33 and then 6, and then 15. So she's kind of, you know, 15 once, but it's more of an up and down 15. Uh, five, at least for the for the team itself, we have five and almost six. I think one of them is very, very close. Um, scorers averaging double figures. So... Team is, as we've talked about, super balanced. A lot of people to go to. The game that I was at that I covered was UNC, and that was a great game. Uh, They had gone back and forth in terms of runs. Uh, I think NC State kind of had the handle on it more so like in the fourth quarter, Uh, but UNC definitely had times where they were pulling ahead, especially in the beginning. Uh, I know Isaiah James didn't play, like, almost at all in the first half. She, I think, only shot, like, maybe 0 for 4 or 5, and the coach just pulled her. But they had great, uh, you know, bench outputs. They ended up outscoring UNC's bench, I believe, like 12 to 2. So the bench really stepped up. And then, obviously, uh, Shania Rivers was there. She's always doing her thing. She played every single minute. <laughs> she played 40 minutes. uh, So she was out there doing every single, like, Just doing a great job um, during both halves. And then Isaiah came back in, got it together, and helped uh, pull away from UNC to get the dub. Uh, After the game, I remember um, I looked up a few stats, and this was, I think, I can't remember the exact score. I think it was like 62-59 to or 58 or something like that was the win against UNC. Uh, And I asked their coach because I had looked up and it, I had saw that this was the lowest amount of points that NC State had scored with, or this is the, um, this is yeah, this is the lowest amount of points that NC State had scored while winning, while winning a game. Um, and his response was he said that he told the team if we hold, it doesn't matter if we hold UNC to under 60, we're going to win, guaranteed. If we hold any opponent under 60, we're going to win. So that seems to be their philosophy is defense first. And I mean, that definitely shows in the stats, which we'll get into later. But um, coach and team seems to focus a lot on defense and saying, hey, we don't, well, the points will come. We'll get them through drives, through free throws, through trying to make three pointers. But our main focus is defense. And if we hold a team under a certain amount of points, he's pretty much being like, hey, we're going to guaranteed win this game. Um, Next, they end up playing Virginia Tech, which I believe is tomorrow as we're recording this, which we're recording this on Wednesday. So maybe it might be, I don't know, Friday, Saturday by that time. Um, But uh, Virginia Tech obviously was the team that we lost to. Really close on the road. They are ranked, and we've beaten two ranked teams the past two games, UNC and Louisville. You went to the Louisville game. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully we can at home defend our our home turf, our home court, and uh, go ahead and take down Virginia Tech to solidify us even further as being a one seed. Because right now we are third in the country, which obviously, if you don't know, there's four regions in the NCAA tournament. Uh, so we would, at this moment, get a one seed, which would be super cool. Um, but that I had a cool experience at the NCAA game. It was nice. Did you have anything crazy happen at Louisville or have any quotes from that game? Um,
1: I mean, it was a chaotic night for me because that was, like you mentioned, Our AgroMech deadline night, so we had like I had like six stories to edit, and in between that, I went to this game, um, for AgroMech because it was the Play for K game, um, obviously that, the K L, uh, cancer research, uh, I don't know what it's called exactly. uh, the exact name? I mean, there's a there's it's a a cancer research foundation like um, raising money for breast cancer. Which
0: K L was, if you don't know, a former legendary basketball coach for um nc state
1: right um and so that was um an interesting experience they had um like survivors come out at halftime survivors of breast cancer and That's they cool. would come out based on like how long they've been surviving like one to two years and at the end it was like 30 plus or something wow So just like i thought it was cool um that they did that, and I know
0: they had the jerseys as well. Um, I think the, they I, were I pink. really like that. It's really cool. The yeah, pink both jerseys, both, both of teams. them. They're like different, obviously. Obviously, they're different, you know, um, shades and different uh stuff, like, yep. white we, plus the we pink. were
1: black with pink accents, and then they wore pink, yeah. Louisville. And multiple, I mean, teams across the country do this play for Kate thing yeah. because it extends beyond um, our school. Obviously, breast cancer affects almost. Um, everybody it seems like yeah and I saw
0: um, another ACC game I can't remember who it was with maybe Boston College and another team maybe Clemson but they also had all the pink um, as well for for breast cancer
1: yeah, yeah that was um, and that was cool that that you know it's getting to a point where it seems like there are more and more survivors of breast cancer and so that was really why we were there um, it's it's a game but then it's it's more than a game and so that was the story but as far as the game goes Isaiah James did ball out. Um, I haven't been to as many women's basketball games this season, so it's been hard for me to kind of keep tabs on them. Um, But I will say that the biggest difference I'm seeing last year compared to this year is the three-point percentage. Especially in this game, they shot almost 50% from three. Um, Madison Hayes and Isaiah James both hit several three. They both hit four. Um, Four for seven and four for eight, respectively, for both of them. And um, They both played 40 minutes. They both started and... They were the two leading point scorers, I believe.
0: Yeah, I will say credit to to NC State. Obviously, they're not the women's team. I would say is not as deep or doesn't have as many people that they are comfortable throwing out there as the men's team. But their women like play a ton of minutes. Like Shania, obviously, when I uh, Shania or Shania, sorry, when I um like after the UNC game. She was like, "Wow!" I didn't even realize I played all 40 minutes. Like they—they they have a few of them that can go out there and just be like, "Yeah, I'm good." The entire game. So that's that's yeah. some good stamina and credit to them.
1: I I like this rotation. I think they have six players. They have Zoe Brooks off the bench. there's a six man. Um, so they have six players that can play 25 plus minutes a game. And then they played Mallory Collier and Lacey Steele a little bit here and there, and, and they scored. They both scored off the bench, but they didn't play any like significant minutes. And the six that were in there seemed conditioned and and ready to play those big minutes, um, and were able to build a pretty uh, a twenty plus point lead. Um, that kind of got whittled down to about maybe like six or seven, and then um, James and Hayes were able to kind of pull away, and then Rivers and Brooks, both uh, big down the stretch as well.
0: Um, yeah, shout-out to Zoe Brooks. She uh, The game I went to, the UNC game, when Isaiah was not in and just not hitting it, she really took over. She's the backup guard, like the sixth man. Um, she was doing a phenomenal job. And then another shout-out to Maddie Cox. She got in. She's a forward. Uh, and she was getting uh, also a good amount of minutes in the UNC game. And she had, like, a nasty layup that she did that was an and-one. Um, made her free throws. It was Playing good defense, uh, so she took advantage of a lot of the minutes that she got as well. So they also have a lot of you know people that are learning and coming off the bench and you know progressing to where uh, if there's any sort of maybe foul trouble with let's say River Baldwin or something who's our center, uh, she can come in and, and fill that role nicely. So it's it's good to have necessary uh, depth, but not. Where you're confused about who you should play. That's a good but, transition. Like men, yeah, because <laughs> uh, that's what they have been. Now uh, we have a few notes down here. Um, the first one I I'll bring up after, uh, but we could start off with um, MJ Rice. He, if you don't know, was a forward, high, relatively high recruit. I think he was a four-star. Well, still a forward. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. Well, no, I mean, dead. I know I'm saying like, <laughs> like. If you don't know, he he is done for the year in terms of uh, he's playing now. this year. Or he, they
1: they have request they've applied Re- for requested and applied yeah.
0: to redshirt. Um, so he will not be playing anymore this year. Uh, he is a forward, um, but I'm saying he was uh, a four star recruit, relatively high recruit coming out of high school, and ended up committing to Kansas. Obviously, Kansas men they are very prestigious and you know have won a lot, uh, but. He didn't really play his first year and ended up transferring and came to NC State and it was a pretty big deal at the time. I remember it was like, "Wow, Keats has gotten a lot of transfers and he capped it off with this one." And there's a lot of potential that could go on here. And in the late, in an earlier, later, or an earlier episode that we did uh, about our, tra- you know, the basketball teams, um, we when we had a special guest, I believe that was Hallie's episode, Hallie Walker, who we referenced earlier. Um, does a lot of photo stuff for Agramec who we work with we went over transfers that we were interested in and mine was MJ Rice i was like this dude was a high recruit like i think he's going to be super well he's big he's like 69 but he can still handle and shoot like huge mismatch and obviously he didn't really he wasn't really here which we were trying to figure out why like he was absent from the team in the beginning Didn't really play a ton, but then slowly, I think after the first few games, he came back and was getting minutes and was like, hey, he could slowly work his way into the rotation, Um, but now he will not uh, be playing anymore for this season, and we just kind of have to hope that maybe he stays. Uh, I have no, we we didn't really have any inside info. They kind of kept it on the low in terms of what is going on. Yeah. Um, it was, I a, it was I a very short press release. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he is not here next year. I'd hope he would be. Um, but it would not shock me if uh it was a short stint here, which is very disappointing. Oh, yeah. Um, very disappointing. I was
1: uh, I was pretty upset about that. Yeah. The first game that I actually or his first his debut game was I was at covering um it was the Heritage game and I forget who who was that against. Like eastern maryland shore yeah something like that some no-name no-name school team but like it was in reynolds it's the only reynolds game so i went and he really did look like a game changer like that we thought he would be and then just to see his minutes go down and then to the point of him deciding that or whoever i don't know who really yeah, maybe pulled the trigger him, on that decision else. but he um yeah it, ma- it makes me disappointed in the team
0: yeah well i mean I will say, like, he, we obviously could have used him. Uh, I think in terms of our team, we have a – that's probably the one piece we are missing. Like, we have a – you know.
1: What, a superstar? No,
0: no, I mean, obviously, but I mean in terms of, like, their play style. Like, we have – A big wing? We have guards that can handle and shoot. Obviously, DJ Horn, um, guards who are better at facilitating and passing, like McConnell, athletic guards slash forwards, like, you know, Taylor – um, and then obviously the big man DJ, but also like big men who are, you know, good defenders like Middlebrooks and Diara and good rebounders. But we don't really have like a, a big man who can, you know, shoot and and create for himself. Uh, DJ can create for himself, but it's like a slow creation, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, He's like, backing you down. <laughs> he's going to do a lot of moves and he'll either fade away or pass, which is a good passer in his own right. Um, but not like give me the ball. I'm gonna dribble, step back, you know, or I'm gonna literally shoot over you. That's kind of what MJ was, almost like KD-esque. Not comparing him to KD, but like his style of play. Hey, um, K- Kevin Durant. Yeah, like that's kind of his style of play. Cause MJ KD, Rice, KD. Yeah. Well, that's not like direct comparison, but if you know what I'm talking about, Kevin the Durant? way they play, you know. Like DJ, you almost can't. It's hard to compare him to anything because he's he's very unique in his his style. Yeah. Um. But MJ, it would have been nice to to uh, to have him. But yeah. In terms of the the team and how they're doing right now, um, it's I, I wouldn't say it's surprising. Maybe a little bit disappointing, but um, I think. Kevin Keats is definitely coaching for his job, not saying he should be fired or he will be fired. I think it'll be determined based on the next few games. Um, but I, I do think this team had an expectation of making the tournament this year at, at the very least. Uh, now, they did lose Jaquavion Smith, who was their star guard and is better than any you know guy on the team now. But he went in the transfer portal and got a ton of you know, solid players, as we just mentioned, who play their roles and do, you know, obviously not. they're not going to be hot every single night, but you kind of have to ride the hot hand, you know, from night to night. Uh, And I I think we still have that expectation. Um, In the ACC, we are actually relatively high. I think we're in the top five, at least, maybe even four, um, in terms of just our ACC record. Um, But, you know, obviously it doesn't matter because the whole thing is, can we make the tournament? and and that's that's kind of the ideal scenario and as of right now if i were to give you like a percentage chance i would say like probably a 1 in 3 chance probably 33% chance right now uh, of us making the the tournament we the ACC itself this year by the way is is weak in compared to other years it's not very strong um, UNC is at the top and they just recently lost at home to Clemson, and Clemson's a good team. But they, them, along with Duke, are like, and and I would throw Virginia in there as well. Are like the four teams right now that are in the tournament. But there's teams like Wake Forest, who I believe is in the um, first, t- is one of the first four out. Uh, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, Pitt, and we're also in that mix as well. Um, I think we did a good job separating ourselves, relatively speaking. From like the Georgia Techs of the world and stuff like that who we just recently beat. Um, But the good thing about, you know, what we've done is we have wins over Wake Forest. You know, we do have that win. We have wins over Virginia. Um, The biggest thing was the loss at home to Virginia Tech. Because Virginia Tech is higher than us in the net ranking. We are currently, uh, I believe, 78 in net rating, which is obviously not amazing. Um, which, if you don't know, net rating is kind of like a mix. They they try and put some sort of ranking on your wins. So there's like four different quadrants of wins. And if you're at home playing maybe like, I don't know, uh, one through 25 ranked team, it's the same as playing a, like if you win the game, it's the same as beating like, a one through fifteen team on the road, so it values the road wins more than are you the taking, home wins. You talking about net rating? Yeah, in terms or of quad, quad one quad, wins. Quad wins are. Yeah, and um, it can be. So it's a little confusing. It's not like oh, I beat a twenty-five seed. Yeah, I beat I beat you know the number twenty-fifth ranked team in the country. It's going to be the same as beating them at home as it is on the road. It's not. If it's at, yeah. on the road, it's more valuable. But let's say you beat you know a little bit worse team at home but beat a little bit of a better team on the road, you know, the road one's going to value out way more than, than yeah. the, the home one. So
1: it took you while to get there.
0: That's kind of, well, that's just want to explain to people. Yeah. A road understand.
1: win is more valuable than a home okay, win in, say, in most or cases. Or say it like that. Um, yeah,
0: but that's how they do it. And there's four quadrants and NC state is like, it's almost like what I literally had said at the beginning of the season, we beat the teams that we're priced supposed to, and we lose the team, lose to the teams that we're probably supposed to lose to. Uh, I agree with that. We're zero and five in Quad One, so we haven't won a single Quad One game. No. Um, quad Two, we're four and two, and then we're undefeated in Quad Three and Quad Four. Um, so it, we also rely a lot at home. Uh, our home record uh, currently is four and uh, six, so not amazing. And or that's away from home so road and neutral games is four and six uh and you know teams that we're trying to pass like virginia tech whereas we're ranked 78th in net rating they're 54th and they're trying to you know just on the edge of getting in uh and then teams like wake forest are 32nd as they just had a big win last night so the chances are low um, but I would say if potentially they could obviously win their game tonight versus Pitt, that's a must because Pitt is right there with us and we need to separate from them. Uh, and, you know, they could also make the, the tournament. Uh, but we also are going to have to win at least one of our next two road games, which is versus Clemson and Wake Forest, which are both better than us. So it's going to be really hard to win those games. But if we can win one, I would feel relatively confident of saying, hey, we've done this. Maybe we could you know, make the tournament as an 11 seed. If we lose both of them and just continue what we're doing, win to the teams we're supposed to win against, lose the teams we're supposed to lose against, we would have to hope and pray um, for a great ACC tournament performance, almost reminiscent of two or three years ago when Virginia Tech went on a run in the ACC tournament And beat Duke, and they were guaranteed in because if you win your conference, you're automatically in. So they forced, you know, the the committee to put Virginia Tech in because they won the ACC. I don't think we maybe have to win the whole thing, but we'd have to get darn close um, if we don't finish out the season with at least some sort of good win because they're not putting us in as a, you know, a, a, automatic, you know, as a just at large bid, meaning that they just pick us even if we didn't win our conference. If we don't have a single quad one win, that's just not going to happen. Um, so, you know, Keats and the team are, are going to have to find some sort of defining win uh, to, mm-hmm. to get it there. I uh,
1: still can't believe the number three team in the country lost at home.
0: What? You talking to, about an, UNC? to an
1: unranked team.
0: Yeah. Well, we were talking about this um, before. Obviously, yes, it's an unranked team. UNC lost to. Clemson was ranked early in the season. So, they fell out. The rankings are insane. They, f- you know, go up and down all the time. But they're in the other receiving votes. So, they're a closely ranked team. Um, and, I mean, I had watched the game and everything. Clemson kind of just, they just straight up beat them. I mean, they the stats were pretty close and everything. It was just Clemson had, like, three more offensive rebounds. And they had three more, or two more, three-pointers uh, three made. So, It was that simple of just two possessions where Clemson got an offensive board, kicked it out, got a three, and that was the difference in the game. Everything else was pretty close. So, shout out to Clemson. Uh, Doing that at Carolina is very good. Um, Obviously, a lot of teams are losing. You know, there's so many teams at the top that lose uh, conference games. Purdue lost to Northwestern, Uh, uh, UConn has lost to like Seton Hall. Um, So, People lose conference games. At home, though, was definitely – because the big teams like Purdue and stuff like that, they didn't really lose at home. UNC is a home loss. That's not great. Uh, But I I still think if they win the ACC, which they're favored to, because I think they're a little bit of a level above Duke. I know that the committee gives blue blood favoritism, um, which is definitely a thing. Uh, But I think they're doing it more so for Duke than they are for Carolina. I think Duke's definitely overrated. I think they should be maybe a 4 or 5 seed. Um, and they're at like a two to three seed right now. So maybe they'll eventually fall off, but, uh, Carolina, if they win the ACC, I think they'll have no choice, but to give them a one seed doesn't mean they're deserving of it, but that's just probably what the committee will do. Um, but yeah, UNC, um, and the ACC obviously not having a great year, but, uh, we, I think the biggest thing was, um, I had gone to funny story, uh. The game I had most recently went to was Georgia Tech. And we beat Georgia Tech, which was a good win because UNC and Duke both lost to Georgia Tech, which is a weird loss for both of them. But we beat Georgia Tech, so it's kind of like a funny gag of saying, hey, you know, we beat this team that these two teams lost to. Um, But I was walking with my friend. We went to go eat, and I was walking back, and my neighbor calls me. He's like, hey, He, he also went to NC State. He's like, hey, I have... You know these two tickets I was gonna do. You know, go to the game, but I have to go pick up my daughter from this and my son from that, and I don't really feel like going. And I want to watch the UNC Duke game. Do you want him? I was like, Yeah, sure. And you're like, Do you have someone to go with? I'm like, Well, I got my friend right here. You know, and we literally just—it was like an hour before tip-off, so very close. So we just went straight to the bus, got there, and they're like in the suite level. Mm. And I like go up and they have to like stamp our hand with invisible like ink or whatever to show that like we were here if we ever like have to go out. And it was like a, it was insane. There was like, the atmosphere was just crazy. They had all this food, like the chefs just make the food in front of you and you go and get it. It was 10 times better than this uh, crappy cafeteria you know, stuff that we get at NC State in the oh dining hall. It was amazing. Not, not holding back It was today. so crazy. And like, there were seats everywhere. There was a bar. There were like fireplaces and the seats were am- I was like, You got to get
1: reservations to that. Yeah.
0: My friend was like, What kind of neighbor do you <laughs> do you have? I'm like, They call him, uh, my family calls him my rich dad. <laughs> That's what my dad has coined him as. We're, we're friends with them. Um, so. Shout out to him. His name's Tony uh, for giving us those tickets. Um, we were able to experience that game pretty well. Uh, but you know, men's not not killing it. Um, but I think one thing that I at least, with stats wise, want to end it off on um, is you know the big difference between the men's and women's team. Women is obviously killing it. Men is not. So you know, in respect to each you know team, why is the women's doing so good? Uh, And I would say the biggest thing is the rebounding. The women's team is number one in the ACC in rebounding. They're top 10 in the country as well, Um, whereas men are ninth in the ACC. So that's a huge disparity right there. The women in general are averaging 45 rebounds a game, and the men are averaging 35. So even if they had played, obviously we're not putting that scenario out there, but they're averaging 10 more rebounds than the men's team. Uh, and the men, on average, are getting out-rebounded, uh, which only three other teams on, in the ACC get out-rebounded per game. The women, on average, are out-rebounding, out-rebounding their opponents by 10. So it's a huge disparity. Uh, the men also do not shoot well, uh, especially compared to other men's team. Uh, with the women's team, they're only 1% worse in terms of shooting, uh, especially three-point percentage, which, if you don't remember the Wake Forest game, Uh, where, you know, DJ Horn put up two birds um, on a ref when he was shooting a free throw, which I went to that game, totally deserved. Uh, There was some definitely weird stuff with the refs that was going on there. Uh, And they came back and they won the game. They didn't hit a single three and they won. It was pretty insane. Um, But they, they just are not shooting the ball super well. Um, but I think the biggest thing is definitely defense and turnovers. The women's team allows the second least amount of points per game in the ACC, which as we mentioned, it clearly shows because coach focuses on that a lot. Uh, and they also have allow the lowest field goal percentage and they have the highest, they have a top 10 um, defensive rating in the entire country. The women do. So women is just killing it on defense. The men's is not bad. It's definitely what we do. It's what we specialize in, but they're just the cream of the crop. Um, And the other thing is the turnover differential. You know, If you turn the ball over so much, if you're not making threes, then it's going to hurt you. And the men have a total average turnover differential of minus four, which is second worst in the ACC, meaning that they are giving up four more turnovers than they create per game. Which, if you don't shoot well, it's going to be super hard to come back when you're giving the ball up and you're not creating for your own team. Um, And as we said, men, they have too much depth for their own good. We mentioned the women's team; they have a ma- bench is doing much better, but they have, as Griffin mentioned, like six a six you know person rotation slash seven that they really like. Men try and change it up all the time just to find some sort of consistency, um, and that's that's just really hurting them right now. Uh, so that's pretty much the main difference um, between these these two groups.
1: Yeah, the only thing I'll really comment on about what you said was um, you're talking about rebounds, and I think the the guards on the women's team are are. You know, good at rebounding and playing very defense. Very active on the glass. So yeah. I mean, Madison Hayes had a had a double double. She's what like six foot one. Like just kind of going after it, and not to say that the men can't do that, but they don't do it as well. So and Sinai Rivers too can do it all, and most most of the women can do you know most of the things on yeah, the floor. Whereas
0: they, we men they you kind of do your role, and that's right. the main thing. Right. Uh, so we just don't have a lot of versatility. Uh, But, again, hopefully they make it. But shout out to the women, killing it. They'll be a one seed, hopefully, for sure. Um, That's what all signs are pointing to. Uh, They still have more ranked teams to play in the future. The women do. Uh, Notre Dame and Syracuse, along with a game at Carolina, which when we played Carolina, they were ranked, so maybe they'll get back to being ranked. Um, Which, if we lose one of those games, I think it'll be okay. Uh, But hopefully we can be a, a solidified one seed. And men, as we said, Got to, got to create some sort of big win if you want to make the tournament this year. If not, we'll be, we'll be looking at the NIT for them.
1: Is that all we got? I
0: think that's. <laughs> is that all we got? I think that's all we got.
1: All right, well, sign us off then.
0: All right, well, hope you enjoyed. Uh, we will have another. We're going to do biweekly, weekly episodes. Um, just because we were students, obviously, we have a lot of stuff to do. And it takes some time to plan it out. And we'll let some time go by just to gather, uh, gather a lot of info. But we'll bring up and talk about transfers next week. Uh, I believe the transfer portal for football is closed. And sneak peek, State did pretty dang good. So we will talk about that and give you some insight into some players for the football team you should watch next year. As well as... Maybe, obviously we'll talk about this when the NFL draft happens, but maybe if there's any sort of NC State players that could be going into the draft this year. There definitely is one. Uh, Hopefully you can guess who it is um, and find out next episode. But that's what we'll do. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys later.
1: Cool. Music in this podcast was Jonas Hipper's King of Sports and Vibe and Sneaky licensed under Creative Commons from the Free Music Archive.